0: Hi everybody! Welcome back to the Take Time Podcast. I took last week off. I was on a bachelorette trip. It's a lot of fun. Um, yeah, that was such a fun trip. I met a lot of cool people, um, and I don't know. The weekend just surprised me. I didn't expect to have that much fun. So um, it was a good week off. Uh, and honestly, to be honest, I just I couldn't really think of much to record, and I did not have a lot of time at all. Uh, right after that trip so like three days after I left to come to Texas so prior to the trip so the week that I would have recorded this the previous podcast um I just had so much to do like y'all know vacation prep and like trying to get everything together and I'm in Texas for a month so it's not like a cute little short trip back home or anything like that uh yeah I'm staying with my friends here for around a month since I'm working remote now which is awesome but Uh, yeah, so, sorry for last week's episode if anyone feels some type of way about it, but I don't think anyone really does. Um, so, yeah, uh, not many updates besides the bachelorette trip. Um, we stayed in Seaside, and, uh, I've never actually been there before. It's really nice. Everything is really white, not just... (laughs) Sorry. I was gonna say not just people, which is true, but, like, everything there is just, like, clean and white, and we stayed like Santa Rosa, Rosemary area, I guess. I don't really know. They all kind of seem the same to me. Um, but that area is like more, I don't know, I would say like kind of Tuscany, but not really like at all. Just like rich, like everything just looks rich. Um, but stayed there, ate some good food. The last night we went to this place, if you're ever in where is that I guess it's in Rosemary I don't know it's called Lola Coastal Italian that place was so fun it was just like so the maid of honor reached out to the owner I guess yeah like one of the head chefs or whatever and she they usually don't do reservations but they took reservations for us since we had such a big group I think there were like 10 or 11 of us and um yeah she got us in and she gave us a free bottle of champagne and the food was actually kind of cheap for that area, which we were all surprised about because all the plates are like $40 each at every restaurant we went to, um, but there it was, we all split uh, a pizza, a salad, and a, what else did we get? Oh, a pasta, me and two other girls, and we only spent like $20 each, which for there was super, super cheap, and we were definitely full, but yeah, we had a lot of fun, went out on the boat, uh, what happens on the batch trip stays on the batch trip, but those are some you know key points, but lots and lots of fun. I cannot wait. The wedding is in January, so I'm sure, you know, I'll still be making videos, and all that kind of stuff. So if you haven't noticed already, two separate things. One, the noises in the background, and two my voice. So I'm in Texas right now, and I'm in West Texas, to be specific, like San Angelo. I every time I come here, I've been here probably I would say five-ish times, maybe more, maybe less. Um But every time my allergies are so bad when i come here and it's mostly because it's dry like literally i step off the plane and it just smells like dirt like it literally just smells like dirt i put on so much moisturizer and oils a day like if i do like maybe half a little dropper in alabama for the full day or one at night usually will carry me throughout the next day i have to put on like three full droppers here of oil a day like i go through oil so much lotion everything it's it's just dry there's no humidity which is kind of nice but at the same time like my body needs it um so my sinuses just dry out really quick and then also they have so many animals which i love so if you hear noises i'm recording outside because they're asleep still um but they have chickens a rooster i don't know two ducks two tortoises That's just in the backyard, though. We have quail eggs in an incubator inside. We have two dogs. We have... What else is in there? Uh, We have a lizard. Bearded dragon, you know. Uh, And then we also have a bunny, Clementine. And this is just at their house. And then, I'm sure I'm probably forgetting something, but at their parents' house, they have chickens and deer and, you know. What do they have? What are those... Oh, what are those things called? I'll have to ask her later. Uh, oh, prairie dogs. They have two prairie dogs, which they're crazy. Um, they just got a new puppy. They have a bird, a blue jay. They Yeah, just lots and lots of animals. So it's a lot of fun. It's like living in a normal house, but having a little farm in the backyard, which is so fun. Um, but obviously, my allergies are just tore up because, you know, I'm mainly allergic to cats. Is this interesting? I don't know. I'm just talking. Um, I'm allergic to cats, right? But puppies sometimes... But definitely bunnies. Oh my gosh. Who would have thunk? Um, but anyways, that's kind of all that's been going on. So sorry for the allergies, the obvious tone of voice, and the noises in the background. I'm sure you can hear that dog barking right now. And I'm sure you'll hear some chickens. Oh, there's chicken right there. Just on cue. Um, so that's really all. Uh, another life kind of update is I'm probably moving back home soon or with, you know, other family soon uh yeah that's all i'm gonna really say on that but um i am still excited for life so that's a good thing but you know life just changes fast and you just kind of have to embrace it so that's what i'm trying to do and yeah that's that's it also can we talk about the last day of summer that's so sad how is the last day of summer already here which granted in florida and in texas and in alabama too it's still basically summer but oh uh, that's my favorite season But I will say this morning feels so good. It's probably like 75 degrees or something outside. Has like a nice little chill. Feels so good. So I'm going to try and embrace it. But we'll see. So like I said earlier, I did miss last week because of the bachelorette trip. But I also just didn't know what to record. I was kind of like in a rut. And not that I haven't had healthy habits because I have. Like I've still been meditating in the morning and You know, working out pretty consistently and eating well and all those kinds of things. But, and even just being like mentally aware of things that are going on. But I've just been in like a life rut. Like, I don't know if that makes sense. But I think a lot of people will relate. But um, I've just been overthinking life to the max. So, uh, yeah, I don't know if there's much to say on that. But it's been a weird feeling because uh I'm just like I don't know what to talk about I haven't been journaling as much so that could be it because you know like I've said before this is basically just like a journal for me and uh some most of the time I'll take things that I've written about and I'll incorporate them into the podcast episode but um I haven't been doing as many mental checks with myself and I think that's because I've been getting into meditation so some reason I just feel like so what's the word relaxed kind of but there's probably better words for that like uh you know uh I've just been more at peace I guess and so for me some for some reason when I think about writing in my journal or whatever it has to be something deep or it has to be something like you know that I'm really really like deeply struggling with but it doesn't have to be like that like it can just be your day today and I'm happy about this or whatever, so, um, I'm gonna try and work to make my journal a more positive space, um, I used to with a few people, uh, some old friends, we had a journal, I think we all had yellow journals, journals or something, but they were happy journals, and so, um, every single day you'd write something that you were grateful for or that made you happy that day, um, and it, even if you had a horrible day, like, you still have to find something that made you happy, so, uh, I used to do that, I don't really do that anymore, but maybe I should, um, it was fun and that's fun journal to look back on and just be like oh this was going on at that time uh yeah so um that is basically kind of it so um just while trying to figure out what to record um i was like you know i'm in a life rut and i feel like a lot of people probably are too. So, okay. Um, sorry. I don't know if y'all could tell, but the atmosphere has changed around me. Um, I had to come inside because the neighbor's dogs were so loud. Um, they just would not stop barking. And I didn't even realize sometimes I talk so much that I don't even realize what's going on around me, which is probably why I started a podcast. But, um, yeah, I came inside because of that. So if you don't hear anything, that's why I'm just sitting on the ground, um, inside. But anyways, like I was saying, uh, I figured everyone was in a life rut and so um in our 20s there's just so much to think about especially right after you graduate graduate college or even that senior year before or maybe you didn't go to college and your parent like you're just living with your parents and trying to figure out what your life is what purpose it has all that kind of stuff so I was like you know what would be great right now for me is to kind of like lock down decide what I want to do um or even just like ask myself more questions to decide how to get to that point and you know I am living with family right now for free and I'm saving up money. Um, But for some, sometimes like I don't see the, I don't know if the purpose is the right word, but I don't see what I'm saving money for. Like, cause before I moved, it was to get a camper, but then I didn't have a job yet. uh, Like a career, I guess. And I didn't want to spend all of that money and then have nothing left just so I could like fulfill that dream right then. So I thought that was pretty irresponsible of me. But now I'm at the point where, you know, I have enough money saved where I can do bigger things than just get a camper, just get whatever, which not that those things aren't things that I want to do. But I feel like my money would be better invested in like a house and then turning that into a rental property. So, you know, um, I don't know, it's just like, I'm I'm not stressed about it. I wouldn't say it's just something that I have to like constantly think about. And like I've said before, my job is a uh like a contract position basically, but they have permanent positions available. And so the contract was supposed to end next month in October, but it doesn't end until January or February now. And so that kind of like moves things around as far as like, you know, if I would have ended in October, I probably would have just gotten the camper and then been wherever. But if I end up getting a permanent job in January or February with them or with a different company or whatever, you know, there's, I'd rather just get a place, settle down for like a few months and then start renting it out and then maybe get a camper later on. So You know it's just like a lot to think about uh as far as like future stuff goes and so I think that's why like my mind's just been kind of all over the place and like just not very it's not a bad I don't know how to explain it it's just like a lot of thinking it's not like bad thinking or good thinking or whatever it's just thinking of the future which I think is a good thing to like want to you know inquire to yourself about uh, what you want to do with your life but at the same time uh it can become overwhelming just thinking of all the options that we have, which is such, I guess, a selfish mindset. But you know, it is a privilege to be able to have so many options and opportunities and literally to have the world at your fingertips. So um, that's the cool thing about being in your 20s. But it also is kind of scary because there's so many options. Like I could literally, you know, live in the middle of the country and start a farm or I could, you know, live in a small town with my family or I could live in a big city and have a little apartment and do the city life or you know there's just so many different options that I could have so um I don't know it's just a lot to think about so I have decided that I'm going to um look up what questions 20 year olds or 20 something should ask themselves. And so one of the first ones that came up was 11 questions every 20 something needs to ask. Um, And they kind of talk about how it's all about asking the right questions and not like vague, overwhelming questions like, so what's next or what are you doing with your life? You know, the questions that people ask you after college that really like will stress you out and make you rethink everything and make you wonder what you actually want to do with your life. Um, to the max and it's never like pinpointed questions. So these are questions that kind of help you figure out the steps that would be inside of those big questions. Um, And so these are just what they call the right questions. So I was like, you know, I'll just try it out. And I think it'd be kind of fun on the podcast. So I would encourage y'all as we go through, I've already like vaguely answered these questions, but I'm sure I'll talk for a million minutes Um, this is your cue to speed up the podcast, but, um, I would encourage y'all to pause the podcast when you hear the question, whatever, answer it for yourself. See what that question means to you, how you would answer that. If you don't have an answer, cool, write it down or type it in your notes app and, come back to it later and just kind of meditate on that question and see if anything comes from that. But I would definitely encourage you to also answer these questions if you're in your twenties, if you're about to graduate, if you're, you know, X, Y, and Z, whatever. Um, cause these are just good check-in questions and just will help you be more intentional with your life. So I would really encourage that. So moving forward, moving into the meat of the episode. So the first question is, do the people I'm surrounded by bring me life? Um, so are they taking steps forward are you still stuck in that college mindset? And on the website, it says something like, are they still like playing beer pong every night at like the college frat house, whatever. Um, which is so true. <laughs> like, seriously, there are a lot of people I think that are still stuck in that college mindset. And I think parts of it is fine. Like if you still want to go out with your friends or, you know, there's certain college things. I mean, there's not that much, but are you like moving forward? or Are you still just like stuck? Like I think especially for me, I had to get out of Mobile. I had to get out of the college town because I just knew that if I stayed there, I wouldn't, I couldn't grow there because I'd already done my four years of growing. You know, I think it's somewhere I could stay for like maybe a couple of months just to like visit people, but I definitely could not see myself living there long-term with the same people that I went to college with. Um, for me, it's easier to keep relationships and to foster them if I'm like away from people for a long amount of time because then I'm able to like really cherish that time when I'm with them Uh, so that's just specific to me but um how do you feel hanging out with your friends afterwards do you feel anxious do you feel uh you know are you feel alive after you hang out with them do you feel rejuvenated like what what do you feel like when you walk away from those friends that you surround yourself with and you know for me right now I'm not hanging out with anyone. Well, right now I am in Texas, but when I was in Florida, you know, I don't really have any friends there. There's no one really for me to hang out with. So, um, you know, there's nobody really to surround myself with, but you know, the people that I talk to daily, uh, those people do make me feel really grateful for my life and, uh, happy. So I guess that's the answer my, to my question. The first one, Do the people I'm surrounded by bring me life? And I would say, yes, I think that's, that's really the only thing that, consistently brings me life is having those people uh around me to just talk to catch up with like I really 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 love like catching up with my friends or like me and my friend Caitlin we had like a three-hour FaceTime call on accident the other day like those are my favorite moments and that's what really makes life special is to be able to you know just spend time with people even if it's virtually uh to just feel like we're living basically in the same life like a lot of times when we get in our 20s uh it just feels like everyone's so far away and so different but we're all like kind of living the same life not the same you know what I mean but we're living in the same world and a lot of times it just feels like we're in completely different universes so okay so the next question is who inspires you the most and they break it down to who do you want to emulate what draws you to them and I think that could be an easy question to kind of come into like idolatry and stuff like that so um not to make anyone an idol but like who do you look up to and maybe that's celebrity maybe it's god maybe it's your parents maybe it's someone else but um I don't know if I really have one yet and I think when I do find someone who inspires me the most like I would say Jesus but I think that that's like not a cop-out answer because that's not true he's I wouldn't say who inspires me the most he's who guides my life and he's who I want to emulate, yes. But for looking at, like, I don't know. Maybe he is. <laughs> I don't know. I think that that's a good one. But I think, like, I want to be able to take characteristics from other people. But I'm not really sure. You know, I think I see, like, a lot of friends doing things. that it's hard, like, at this stage to find someone, like, not my age. But someone, like, on Earth that I'm like, oh, they're, I really, like, they're, lifestyle i guess but it's something that i want to copy and i don't think that that's ever something like i don't want to be inspired by someone that i want to mimic if that makes sense uh so i don't think i've quite found that person on earth yet but jesus is the main answer i guess just a christ centered life so yeah um question number three is what are my favorite stories and this one was weird to me but They say your core values are laying on the surface of your favorite stories. So like your top three movies. And what basically what they want you to do is you figure out what those favorite three movies are or whatever. And then you take, you know, the main theme out of it. And that is basically what your core values are in life. And I was like, that's stupid. I don't think so. Then I thought of my top three movies. And if you all know me, I do not watch TV. I don't really watch movies. Like the extent is I'll watch the trashy reality TV show. I'll watch Survivor. I'll watch, you know, I just really don't like movies. Like the only time, the past few times I've watched movies, it's after I've read the Harry Potter books and I'll watch the Harry Potter movie after I read it. So I, yeah, I just don't I don't know. It's just not something that I enjoy doing. But anyways, so if these movies are ancient or not ancient, but just like regular ones that everyone has seen, that's why. So my first favorite movie, well, I don't know if these are really ordered, but remember the Titans. I don't know why that has always been one of my favorite movies. I just love it. Everything about it. I don't know. Uh, then I have Moana and then the last song. So they're kind of, all over the place and i was like you can't get core values out of this then i looked into it and remember the titans to me is yes it's about racial adversity uh but also it's a lot about relationships and teamwork um and then also adversity so uh yeah that's core values all the way for me is uh building relationships knowing that i can't do anything alone and then overcoming things so that's a core value so I was like okay check on that one uh then Moana and that one to me has like a sense of adventure and also core value and then the last song and that one's a lasting romance and I was like you know I don't know but at the same time you know that is something that I really do want to see for my life in the future and so um yeah I think that's like honestly a really cool question it kind of picks out like what are those you know most important things to you what sticks out to you when you watch a movie and why do you like that so much and so um i don't know seems like a silly question but actually you know don't knock it so you do this little i don't know what this would be called not an experiment but you know what i mean um so yeah that's question number three so moving on to four so what i want to live with me and this one really came at the worst time but anyways um they say people go into relationships hoping it will hide and fix all their problems. And so they took it more as like when you get married and living with your spouse. But I took it more as because that's going to be a ways off for me. I don't think even in the next year that's going to be something that would be in the cards for me. I mean, maybe God has that in store for me. But uh, at this point, I don't see anything like that happening. Um But I took it more as friendship relationships or roommate relationships or whoever I'm living with. Um, And, you know, I've had to realize, not had to realize, ever since I was a kid, and me and my parents talked about this the other day, but ever since I was a kid, I have always been messy. I have always been a messy person. I have clothes over my room all the time. If I get ready for something, even my old roommate knows this, like, if I get ready to go out, all my clothes are everywhere all the time. So, um, yeah, I used to be really bad at cleaning my space which I still I'm just still a messy person like and people have to remind me like hey can you do this hey can you do this um and I'll do it but I just I'm just not very conscious of it I don't know um and then also I used to be really bad at holding grudges um in communication so if someone you know did something in the house whatever that i didn't enjoy looking at or I like I would just let stuff build up you know so like if they didn't do their dishes or they didn't clean this or that or you know whatever the case is I would just hold grudges and I wouldn't communicate but living with Katie I really like really improved on the communication because it was just like it's not that big of a deal just talk to them just tell them whatever because you know my freshman year I moved out of my first after my first semester I moved out of my uh I guess my first dorm room because my roommate was just so the bathroom was always so gross. She never took her trash out and would have like her, you know, menstrual cycle stuff in there. Um, She never took it out. So I would just use the bath, the trash can in my room whenever I needed it. But she never like, I think it like over a month or two went by and I was finally like, okay, I'll just take her period stuff out. Like it was just so gross. And her and her boyfriend would take showers, which like do your thing. But they would, I guess, leave the curtain open. I don't know, but the water would be all over the floor and they'd never clean it up. Like, i never talked to her about it, right? Then I moved in with my next roommate and we were good friends, whatever. But then, you know, her and her boyfriend would just make certain comments and her and her friends were just like, not the most, Uh, they just said some ignorant things. And so I just kind of let those sit and just let that build up and I never said anything about it. You know, and then when I moved in with Katie, I was like, you know, I'm not going to do this anymore. So I have gotten better at that and I will communicate. I'm not confrontation, but I'll have a conversation with you. Um, So, yeah, I've gotten better at that. I think right now what I want to live with me, yes, because I want to live by myself. But what I want someone else to live with me, maybe. I think that I could do better, but I think that I'm taking the steps to be able to do better. So yes and no. I think I'm closer to yes. I'd say like 70% yes, 30% no. So Question five. Do I love for my insecurities or from my strengths? And this one was kind of confusing to me at first. And so I'll just tell y'all kind of what they mean by that question. So if you're loving from your insecurities, it demands from others. Um and if you're loving from your strengths, it's giving to others. So those insecurities, it's like you want to surpass them. Like you don't really want to see someone exceed because you want to do better than them. But loving from your strengths wants to see them succeed and is like there for other people's success. Um and so, you know, I would say I'm loving from my strengths more. I don't know, I would say um there's part of me sometimes that like I don't know if it's that I don't want them to pass me, but I do I don't know I want to always I want to feel successful too um to a certain extent and so uh I think that's more internal than anything but it's not like some big nagging um situation where I'm like I don't want them to succeed blah 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 um because at the end of the day I love all my friends and I want to see their lives do well and I think that's just my own internal like I said internal things but um I would say I love more for my strengths so yeah um number six where am I ripe with talent and where do I quickly deflate? And this one, I think, was a little hard for me because I'm like, what are my talents? What am I good at? Um, I don't know. I'm good at being personable, I think. I'm good at talking to people. Um, it's kind of hard to just sit and talk about the things that you're good at. And then what am I bad at? Uh, oh my gosh. No, there's definitely things that I'm bad at. But... I don't know I would have to sit on that question more because I don't know like I think what it's trying to get at is what can I you know build off of what am I doing that's kind of wasting my time that's I'm not good at at all so I don't know I'm gonna have to think about that one more because I'm good at some things but not like oh these are I'm so talented at those you know I've never been athletic ever (laughs) I've never been you know I can sing I guess but mean that's not I don't know anyways we're gonna move on to the next one um number seven favorite hobbies and can I leverage that into a career or a product and so my favorite hobbies are probably thrifting talking obviously because I'm doing this and then cooking and I guess I'll kind of go off that cooking I don't think that I could leverage that into career or product maybe like eventually it'd be fun to do a cookbook but um I don't know. I don't really do measurements or anything when I cook. I just kinda throw things in there and cook unless I'm going off of like a specific recipe for like baking or something. So that one probably not talking. I mean I started a podcast, but that's not really turning into like a career or anything for me. It's more of just like a passion project, I guess I would call it. Um, so but I mean, technically I have leveraged that into something, a product, I guess. Um the last one is thrifting and That is my, literally, like, has to be my favorite hobby, hands down. There's nothing that I love more to do than thrifting. Like, on an off day, on a busy day, I don't care. I'll go thrifting somewhere. So, um, I need to do a thrift haul. I've been thinking about this when I leave Texas, because I know I'm going to have so much stuff. I even brought an extra bag, because every time I come here, I can barely fit any of the clothes and stuff that I get from thrifting. So, that'll be fun. But, anyways, going back to if I can leverage it into a career or a product. Product thrifting. I've always wanted to own like probably later in life like a vintage either store or like like you know how people go to like flea markets or like just different markets and stuff and they'll sell vintage clothing. I would love to do something like that but I would love to have a storefront in like a cool little city and just have the cutest place with like a bunch of vintage graphic tees for guys and like cargo pants and like Cool crocheted stuff. Like, I would love to do something like that. So, I think eventually in life, that's something that I'm going to want to do. But it's not a desire that I have, like, anytime soon where I'm like, oh, I want to do this now. But eventually, I will because I love thrifting. I like thrifting for other people. Like, a lot of people, friends that I have, they're like, I just don't like to thrift for other people or to look that much. I love, like, if I'm going thrifting or something and I see something, I'm like, oh, that would be so cute on this person in my life. And it's always a different one. But, um, I just, I don't know, I love getting stuff for people uh, from the thrift store, because it just feels so, like, to me, when my friends give me something from the thrift store, like, something that was used before, like, someone might take offense to that, but for me, I'm, like, it's so cool, because I know the amount of energy and time it goes into thrifting that... You know, they looked at that piece and they were like, Oh, this would be so cute for Maya. She would love this. Love when people do that. There's just something about it. Like, even if it's ugly and I actually don't like it, I love the amount of effort and thought that goes into it, if that makes sense. Um, so yeah. That yeah. And I'm also just really passionate about like, you know, lowering waste and, you know, being a little bit more environmentally friendly. And I think it's hard for our age to actually do that. Uh, but you know I don't know if I've talked about this before but when I was in college I decided I wanted to be more environmentally friendly and one of those things I did was I started thrifting and so most of my closet I would say probably 80 to 90 percent of my closet is all thrifted clothes which I'm really happy and proud about because it was not like that at all when I was younger Um, and so I would love to be able to share that with other people and have like a space where they can come and actually get like cute reused clothes that aren't like billion bucks or whatever and you know kind of like a play-doh's closet but not play-doh's closet because we all know how play-doh's closet looks um but i would just love to do something like that i don't know there's a shop here in uh texas in San angelo and it's called j Wildy's, i think um and it's just like i have stuff packed everywhere and she has the cutest stuff like just vintage everything. I just, oh, I love it. She has furniture and she has clothes and she has baby stuff and shoes and cowboy boots. And oh, I love it. So I would love to just do something like that in a cute little town. So yeah. Uh, Number eight, let me move on because I'm just talking. Uh, What's holding me back? I think this is such a good question. And I will say from eight to 11, these are the most, the other ones were like kind of fun, whatever. They were still pretty you know, you kind of have to have a lot of introspection, but, uh, these are going to be more like deeper that you really have to think about. And hopefully you have like these, these are kind of like values. So what's holding me back? Uh, and I will say for myself that I have too much passion and not enough motivation and kind of like, I don't really know how to say that, but I get really, really, really passionate about things, but I kind of doubt myself into thinking Like, oh, is this something I actually want to do? Because I do it so much. Like, uh, I'm just trying to think of an example. Like, when I first wanted to do fan life, I obsessed over fans. Like, I watch fan videos. I do all the things. But I obsess about it and then I stop because I'm like, uh, this isn't really the right time. You know, whatever. And then I'll put it off and I'll, like, basically ban myself from watching certain things or Like, looking at bands on Facebook, Marketplace, and, like, watching other, like, influencers. Not other influencers. You know what I'm saying. Watching other people, I guess. I don't know. I don't really like calling people influencers. Watching other people. Sorry. (laughs) I'll just keep cutting myself off. Watching other people live, like, band life or traveling and all those types of things. And then I'll just completely stop. And then... I'll just pick it back up like a few months later. And so I go through those cycles where I'm like, is this actually something that I'm passionate about that I want to follow through with? And a lot of things I am passionate about, but I also will just cling on to things. Like I've always been a really big dreamer. I have way too many dreams, way, way, way too many dreams. And it's like hard for me to figure out what I want, what dreams I can choose for this one life. It's like I have billions of dreams and one life to live it in. Um, so I'm just scared to, like, kind of make a wrong choice, but I know it's not in my hands, but, you know, to a certain extent, like, we do have a lot of autonomy when it comes to, like, our life with Christ, so, um, for me, it's just, like, been trying to distinguish what He has for me and what, you know, I want and my desires and those types of things, so that's what holds me back is myself, long story short, um, but... Uh, yeah, I'm going to move on from that question. Uh, number nine, what are my negotiables and non-negotiables? So what they kind of mean by that is, uh, will you move anywhere, but you're not going to overwork 40 hours a week or, you know, job flexibility versus job stability. Like what are the things that you're not going to waver on when you move somewhere? Uh, like, you know, you're not going to live in a big city, all that kind of stuff. So, um, for me, you know, I could never live in a really big city. I will never live in somewhere like New York. I could visit it maybe for a week and I think I would have my full share. Um, but I really need to be by the water. I need to be able to touch grass if I need to. <laughs> um, so uh near the water is a big one for me, like any type of water. I don't want to be landlocked. I could never be in a state that's landlocked. Um and I would love to be by the coast or whatever. Um I need warm weather, I cannot do cold weather, I could maybe do it for a season, maybe a year, maybe two, I don't know, but long term, absolutely not. I do not like the cold, I hate being cold, and I get so dry in the cold weather, so definitely warm weather, I have to be by at least three of the seasons, okay, two of the seasons need to be, no, three of the seasons need to be warm like we could have a few months of cold weather, but I need to be able to feel the sun on my face in February, you know? So, um, another non-negotiable for me is having a flexible job. So right now I'm working a remote job, which is awesome. I mean, obviously I just moved to Texas for a month. Um, but I well, I don't know if I will ever go back from having a remote job and I could be making more money somewhere else, but like this I have so much freedom with what I want to do with my days. And I can choose when I want to take certain hours and everything. So I don't know if I'll move from this. I really, really, really like, um, uh, you know, I I don't know. I love being a remote worker. And if you ever have the opportunity to work remote, the first few weeks, I would say, is a hard transition. Like, just to be able to stay focused. But once you realize, like, You weigh out, like, your options of, you know, the positives and the negatives. I think the positives definitely outweigh the negatives of, like, not being able to focus or whatever. Because you realize that, you know, I can work from anywhere in the world anytime that I want. And that, to me, is it outweighs everything else. So, uh, those are my non-negotiables. As of now, I'm sure they will change. I also want to live somewhere that has a lot of diversity. I, you know, I just need diversity around me. That's just a life thing. And then also places that have good food right now where i live they do not have good food at all so i just need like cute little spaces like places to eat and yeah i just have to maybe that's i don't know my family we always surround ourselves with food so uh that's probably where that stems from um number 10 what breaks my heart what injustice breaks your heart and this is gonna clarify what makes you feel whole and then also what can you do about it right now and for me, what breaks my heart is Puerto Rico. And most of the people on here probably know. But I have traveled to Puerto Rico three times. And I did three times like within a year or so. And then COVID hit and haven't been back. We haven't done any trips back with the church. um, But for a while, you know, every time I went there, I was like, I just cannot believe that these people are supposedly quote unquote part of the U.S. And the way that they're treated and the way that they're not even like kind of looked at, like it's kind of like exiled. Um, but my heart breaks for them every time there's a storm or whatever. If you don't know, there was um, a storm that just went through Puerto Rico and the Dominican Republic. And so I, it's just hard to see people, especially that you've already connected with go through stuff like that. So, um, they're out of power, out of water. I talk to the pastor right now and they're trying to, you know, help other people in the community, but that place breaks my heart like absolutely because i mean even from hurricane maria which has been years since then they i think the last time i went was in 20 was it 2019 or something uh for mission work but they still had thirty thousand roofs that have not been repaired at all and even when i went on a vacation this summer which was so hard for me honestly um they still had tons and tons of roofs that have not even been touched like still have tarps on them um, and it's just so sad to see that people live like that. And I know it's worse in other places, whatever. But, you know, when you connect with people from a certain uh place, then they you would connect with them. Like, there's nothing else to say about that. They just, they connect to your heart. So, um, what can I do about it now is, you know, I'm still reaching out to them. I can pray. But I also would love to go for a month or a few months and just be able to stay and help them work on roofs for certain periods of time. You know, I also had a... You know dreams like I always have dreams all the time, but when we would stay, we stayed at a church um and the whole upstairs is basically uh rooms, and then they also have a kitchen, like they've converted a bunch of stuff um so we would stay up there and then there was a host family that also stayed on the property, and they would cook for us, and they'd take us places, whatever that was always and still is like one of my biggest dreams is to be able to do something like that, and even there or other places but I just thought, you know, what better way? I love hosting people. I love to cook for people, but that is like top. I don't even I don't think there's a dream bigger than that one, but um I don't it's just so hard to see how people live there, but it's also really rewarding to be able to be a part of it and to experience like uh, the progression and the growth from it so hopefully in the next few months or within the next year i'll be able to go out there and really contribute and uh feel you know a part of it so that is what breaks my heart that's number 10 and then the last question number 11 at 29 in 364 days what's one thing i want want to accomplish so basically that last day of being 29 oh before you turn 30 oh gross i cannot believe i'm 22 uh, do you ever say think about it and you're like when did we get here we were talking about caitlin's sister and brother and i'm like how can her little brother drive and how is her sister in college like we literally when i met them her brother and sister were like seven and like maybe eight or nine like they i don't know they were they were young they were below seven or something i'm pretty sure Dalen was like six so it's just crazy to oh my gosh like to know that they're driving and that they're in college and whatever. So anyways, that's not a part of the question, but, uh, what would I want to accomplish at 29 and 364 days? Um, and I think the main thing that kind of sticks out of all of those things and it's not, I don't know, it's not career wise. Cause I've never been like super career focused. That sounds really bad, but, um, I would say spending quality time and, intentional moments with loved ones um so just being able to have that quality time and really treasure and value those relationships and know at the end of like basically by the time I turn 30 that I've spent so much time with them because I've had so much freedom in my 20s and I don't ever want it to be to the point where like you know I shy away from family or friends because uh I want to travel or do whatever but I want to know at the end of it that like I spent great time and fostered really good relationships in my 20s um another thing is seeing different parts of the world and I think that's probably a universal thing by 30 is but I don't know someone told me the other day they're like you know some people don't even like to travel and I'm like I guess that's true some people stay in the same city their whole entire lives and if never leave like they'll never leave that same city so uh I do love to travel so I would love to see different parts of the world and different cultures and stuff like that so um that is number 11. And I really hope that someone listened all the way through and kind of went through these questions by themselves and saw, you know, their answers or whatever. So if you did that, really cool. Let me know. Um, I think it's a great little check-in for yourself, especially in your twenties. And I'm sure I'll come back to these, you know, in a few months and see like, what were my values then? Have they changed at all? Do I have different questions? Uh, Or do I, I mean, do I have different answers to these questions and stuff? So, um, yeah, that's really all I have for this episode. Hopefully I'll be back next week with something interesting. I want to do a more like fun episode, kind of like how my date one was. So if you have any ideas for episodes, let me know. Um, I might try and reach out to some people and get some funny stories or something like that to add into an episode, but that is pretty much it. I hope everyone is doing okay Uh, doing great actually not just okay and I will talk to y'all next week